Cup of Love, the podcast. Here we talk about everything from book recommendations to self care to life advice. Stay tuned for weekly episodes uploaded every Wednesday. I'm your host, Camille. Hi, guys. I feel like it's been literally forever since I've recorded because I had to, you know, pre-record an episode since I was going to be in Charleston last weekend. Um, It's now Wednesday, so an episode actually just went up, um, I guess, and so I'm recording it a bit early, but yeah, I don't know why I'm recording it early. I have time since it's going to be Thanksgiving break and stuff, but I don't know, maybe I'll record a diary episode then just because I haven't, I literally have not recorded a diary episode in like over a month, which is so weird because I felt like I was recording like so much during like October, like September, October. I feel like I was recording like every single day. It almost felt like, um, but I don't know. I feel like now it's more spaced out and more balanced, I guess, but um, I'm trying to think of if there's any like updates on my life I feel like there's nothing really I'm gonna have a powerpoint night with my friends um this weekend which I'm like super excited about if you don't know what powerpoint night is um and if you don't it's probably because you don't have tiktok um but it's like your friend group will like come up with these crazy like powerpoint slides and like for an example like I'm gonna be doing what NHL mascot my friends would date and why and then I'm also doing what YA romance book trope my friends would be in and I'm super excited for that one specifically because I write like a little um snippet as if it was like in a book or a movie um and so it's really funny so I'm excited for that we're gonna do that Saturday I'm gonna have a little charcuterie board and spaghetti and then I'm gonna make a strawberry citrus mocktail which I need to find the recipe for that so then we can go and get the food for it um for my mom can so I can set it up um so I'm excited for that I still don't really know what our Thanksgiving plans are to be honest like I'm just kind of rolling with it um I know that somebody's gonna get my sister from Durham and bring her back and then I think we're gonna go to my grandparents house for a few days and then come back I'm not really sure but all I know is that we're doing something and it'll be fun um I had, like, an AP World debate this week, which was really fun. Um, I don't know. I feel like all these teachers are, like, cramming and stuff. Um, But I feel like Thursday and Friday are going to be, like, like, so tomorrow I have a chemistry quiz and an AP World test. And so, like, my last two classes of the day are going to suck. But, like, my first two, like, I'm literally going to have nothing to do, which I will probably use to, like, study and stuff. Um, And then, like... Friday I'm not gonna have anything really either so I don't know but I feel like this week has kind of slowed down as it progressed so I don't know but that's kind of it for today's update and so let's just get into my time at y'all fest (music) 
so to be honest, that whole like weekend, or I guess last weekend, I should say, was an absolute blur just because you're doing so much. Um, wait, but before I get into it, if you don't know what Y'all Fest is, it's a book festival in Charleston, South Carolina. And like a bunch of authors come down and you can get signings and there are panels where you can hear authors talk. And it's super fun. I love doing it. I think this is my fourth year, including last year when it was virtual because I attended like one event. But it was a blur. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to be looking through my camera roll because I took a lot of photos that weekend. So I'm going to be looking through my camera roll to figure out like what I did. Um, So the first thing that I did, so I got out of school at 11 a.m. since it was a half day and we drove down to Charleston and um, I had my first signing, which was with E. Lockhart and she wrote, we were liars, genuine fraud um, she's also going to be come, coming out with family. Ugh, why can't I speak? Family of Liars, which is like the prequel to We Were Liars. And she was so sweet. Um, and you could tell like she was kind of nervous since she hadn't like done anything in a while. And she was she was super talkative. And she was just I feel like all the authors you meet are amazing. But I like I liked her a lot just because like, you know, you could tell she was like, excited to be there and stuff and I um and she told me she was like and you heard about family of liars right because I was she was getting we were liars signed and um and I was like yeah I actually heard about it on TikTok and she was like oh my gosh oh really because like um my daughter was just talking about how I needed to be on TikTok and so it was just cute um and you could see her daughter was around because um her daughter like stopped by the um table that her that e lockhart was signing at um to say something i guess and you would see her around um but she was fun and then i think that was the only thing that day maybe i think that was like the only thing that we did um that day I think oh yeah because we went shopping because I was like there was something else we did that day so I think we went home or not home we went to the hotel and um and then dropped stuff off and then we went shopping I got some Steve Madden boots and I got like this super cute sweater vest from the boutique um and then I think we went back to the hotel, dropped our stuff off, and went out to eat. Um, we walked a pretty far way to eat. I was just starving at that point, and I was just like, whatever. I'm going to just get a grilled cheese and fries and call it a day. Um, and plus, I get really bad stomach aches every time I travel. It's just so hard for me to eat sometimes Um, when I'm – traveling I don't know why I just get these I just feel nauseous and I'll feel weird so it was hard um feeling that but it was but that was a really beautiful night um I got a bunch of photos um of the sky specifically and then the next day I woke we woke up my mom and I did we went to La Patisserie which is in I think it's in Hotel Bennett um 
and it's super pretty there and it's like a cafe you can get some coffee and croissants and a quiche um their stuff is just absolutely delicious it's great so we went there that morning and then I got a Starbucks I got like I tried their iced caramel brulee which I didn't really like as much I'm trying to try like all the holiday drinks um right now I'm stuck on the iced peppermint mocha but people I'm getting a mixed bag people are saying that they love the cookie the sugar cookie latte I think it is um and then some people hate it so I'm not really sure if I should try it or not I probably will um but after that morning um we did the opening panel, which was with E. Lockhart and Adam Silvera, and they were hilarious. Like, I love them so much because Adam Silvera wrote, they were both liars. What am I? I always want to say that he wrote, they were both liars. Like, I think it's because, like, they, E. Lockhart was in, like, their panel, so I'm trying to, like, mix their book title together, but it's, he wrote they both die at the end um and I got that book signed for my cousin because she recently has gotten into books and um and she loved that book and so I got that signed and then I also tried to get believe me for her because believe me came out early for you office there were 50 copies and I got an early one signed which was like an oh my god moment like I was just like this is amazing um, which was a phenomenal book, but I couldn't get that book for her. But anyways, but Adam Silvera is hilarious. Um, and so is E. Lockhart. Like, they're just so funny together. And I was so glad that I went to the opening panel. And then after that, I waited in line to get Adam Silvera. And I didn't get any photos with him because the line was so long. And I didn't want to hold it up by asking somebody to take a photo of us. So I just didn't get one um so it is what it is um and then after and while I was in line um my mom waited in the Tahara Mafi line where she wrote the Shatter Me series um she wrote what are her novels called I think of what are they called um because, like, they're super long titles, and it's hard for me to remember them. Um, but I got those signed because, like, I love those books. Like, those are some of my favorite ones. Okay, I'm looking at the book she's written because, okay, she wrote A Very Large Expanse of Sea. And um, she recently came out with a new one. Um an emotion of great delight and then she's coming out with the this woven kingdom which i'm super excited which is another fantasy novel um so that's what she did and that line oh my god it was the longest line ever my mom and i were just like it was insane the way they had it this year for some reason was that it like, two lines would be in one. So, like, Ransom Riggs and Tahara Mafi were signing the same place at the same time, and all of us were in one line together, which shouldn't work that way, in my opinion. Um, Because it made the line twice as long. It made everything more confusing. And so a lot of people apparently 
got cut off at the end. Like, we were, like, close to the inner line. Like, we almost didn't make it. Like, it was bad. And then I met, my mom and I had met these, like, two teachers. I think they were, like, two middle school English teachers in Charleston. And I met them at E. Lockhart. And I kept seeing them. So, like, I don't know. We just would talk to one another. And so, um... Later that night, we had seen them, and we talked about the Tara and Mafi line, and they were like, yeah, like, we got, we had just gotten cut off, like, 10 people in front of us um, got cut off, and we got cut off as well, but we stayed and asked if they could sign our books, and, like, Ransom Riggs and Tara and Mafi said, of course, like, we would sign them, but apparently a girl in front of them just started, like, sobbing because she wasn't able to get them and just, like, rushed off and left and didn't stay um before that the girls could tell them oh you should just wait and see if they'll sign their books and stuff and late and like later that day I'd seen that Tahara Mafia had actually posted on her Instagram story saying like if you see me around and you didn't get and I wasn't able to sign your book like just totally ask me and I will sign it for you and that's what I'm saying like they're so sweet and like like, even if you do get cut off, like, just have the book with you, just in case you do see the author, because you see them all the time. Now, it's, like, like, when, during the festival, just because, like, everything is so near, close and nearby, um, and then after that, I had, um, another panel, and it was an enemies, a love story. And it was with Eric Smith, Chloe Gong, Rachel Lippincott, Shelby Ma- Marin, I think that's how you say it, and Neil Schusterman. And I mainly saw it just because of Chloe Gong. Like, everyone loves and worships Chloe Gong in the, in the book community because we all, like, just aspire to be her one day. Um, if you don't know who she is, she wrote, she wrote These Violent Delights and These Violent Ends, which, like, this second one just came out and she's coming out with two new books new books soon and she went to the reason why she's so iconic is she went to university of pennsylvania which is an ivy league school if you didn't know and is from new zealand and she published a book during quarantine when she was in college like super young and literally blew up um, which is insane just because you would think that because you weren't touring as much and doing as much promotion, um, they wouldn't, the book wouldn't have done as well because it was in quarantine, but she did phenomenally well. And now she lives in New York with her best friend who was also there, Tashi Buhani, who is an author as well. I can't remember what she wrote, but I know it's on my Christmas list. Um, but that panel was like super cute, super fun, loved it, um, and then after that, my mom, my mom had waited in line for Chloe Gong, and then after that, uh, I went in line for Chloe Gong, I ate a little croissant, and Chloe Gong is so sweet, she's literally so beautiful, and just, like, being in her presence gave me hope for my future, I'm like, if Chloe Gong can do it, I can do it as well, she's just so cool, and I love her to death. I'm so excited to read these violent ends. I had ordered it. And so it should be coming soon. If it doesn't it doesn't come in a week, I'm literally gonna literally have a screaming fit because I want to read it so bad. And then after that, 
my mom and I quickly got an acai bowl at Playa Bowls. Well, I got an acai bowl and then my mom got an oatmeal bowl, which she said was really good. And then I got in the Rachel Lippincott line and got my book signed by her. She's so beautiful, like just angelic, like it is insane. And um, and then after that, um, it was nighttime and my mom and I got some pizza and we watched The Proposal and the next morning we woke up and we went to the La Patisserie and got some food and went home. So that was kind of y'all fest in a nutshell. It was super fun and I'm super excited because my cousin wants to go next year with me and I'm so thrilled. And by the end of it, you're just exhausted because I got three book signings this year or no four but three in one day and I think next year I'm just gonna shoot for three in total I don't need to get four I'm I'm just like it's a lot like it it's really draining too because you're like starving but then you also want to get in line and you're worried about not getting um your book signed and stuff like that it can be really stressful but um I'm super excited for it next year already, and oh, I like I just love being in y'all fast just because like it's like oh these are like my people you know because like it's like I don't really have that many people I know who like to read as much as I do like every time like my like a new person I meet comes over to my house and is in my room they're like oh my god you have so many books and I'm like yeah I do. And because, like, I feel like it's not, like, you don't really, like, tell somebody you read a lot because, like, that's not something I really do Um, just because it feels like a minuscule fact about me even though it's a huge part of my life. Um, But it's just kind of nice to, like, feel like you're in that community. And Charleston is so beautiful that it's always just lovely to be there. And I don't know. I'm super super grateful to be able to go there and just have that experience so I'm excited for my cousin to be with me next year it will be year five like that is insane to me because I feel like I've been doing it for like a year like I every time I go back it feels like it's like the first year because you're still getting that like adrenaline rush and like just feeling so like jittery and excited about it um but I don't know. Anyways, that was my y'all fest in a nutshell. So let's just get into um, the books I read in November. So I didn't read as much as I thought I did this month for some reason. I feel like I've had like a really good reading month and then November came. Like it's not that bad. It could have been better. Um... But the first book I read was They Wish They Were Us by Jessica Goodman, which I rated four out of five stars. Um, This book was great. The writing was great because it was like, it's a mystery novel. And so I wasn't really expecting to have as, why can't I speak? Today is just not my day. Like, I don't know what, but like every time I've tried to speak today, it's like, blah, blah, like it's just not coming out the way it should be. Um, but 
it's a mystery novel and I was reading it and you just don't really expect a mystery novel to have like a huge impact on you but it was so impactful I would read certain lines and be like whoa like she did not just write that and put that on paper and have me read it because I'm about to stop like I cried during this book it was amazing however it was so predictable. It just, like, wasn't even funny. Like, within, like, the first hundred pages, I was like, okay, it's so obvious. It's so obvious because it was, like, there are certain, like, characters who you know have a purpose and then there's, like, one that's, like, thrown in and you're like, okay, okay, that's the guy. That's the guy who committed the murder. Like, you know, it's just kind of obvious, I feel like, um, So that was frustrating, but the characters were written so well. It's like, I knew who they were. I knew what they acted like. It was just perfect. And it would gave you like, you know, like dark academy vibes. Like I went to prep school. It's winter. I wear like black tights or knee high socks and like I'm preppy, but like there's a dark side of me like it's just like it the vibes were immaculate I loved reading it it was just phenomenal writing so I would highly recommend this novel even though like you know who the like the killer is immediately it's just like that doesn't even matter anymore it's more about the writing it's just so addicting and like the lines were so impactful there were so many quotes I was like whoa so I recommend reading it I think it's a great book um And then the next book I read was A Season for Second Chances by Ginny Bayless, which I rated three out of five stars. When I picked this up, I was not aware that I would be reading a book about a 45-year-old woman. Like, I normally cap it at 30 because, like, I don't need to know what horror, like, horrible life I'm going to have when I'm 40. Like, no, thank you. No, thank you. But, you know, here we are. I'm capping it at 45 now. No moss. I'm not reading a story about, a, like, a 60-year-old woman. No, no. Um, but this book was okay. Like, it wasn't my favorite. It was cute. It was quirky. But it was a little, you know, like, there was tension between the two characters. Like, it was there. But the author didn't play into it as much as I would have liked. Because, like, feeling like, oh, my God, like, they're so in love with each other, but they just want to admit it, and they still kind of hate each other and still trying to figure everything out. Like, that's, like, the best. Like, oh, my God. Like, it's perfect. It's, like, chef's kiss. Like, I love that tension so much, but the author just did not play into that at all. And it really irked me and frustrated me because I was like, come on now. Like, let's feel the tension. But it just wasn't there like so it was there at the beginning and then it was gone just completely and I was like okay where did it go like they're still trying to hate each other but like like you know the tension just wasn't there as much as I would have liked to and then it was just like the romance like wasn't there either and I feel like it was more of a romance novel than anything so it was like why is the romance not being felt here when it's clearly meant for that So that was kind of frustrating, but the book was good. It was perfect to get into the holiday spirit. Like, this book made me be like, okay, Christmas time, here we come. Like, it was, like, early November, and I was, like, pressing play on Mariah Carey. Like, it it 
provided all the feels, which I loved. Um, so I, I really liked it, book. I mean, would I recommend it to you and be like, yes, read this? No, I wouldn't. But that's fine. We can't have it all. Um, and then the next book I read, which I've already talked to you guys about, but I will talk and talk about it again, which is Cafe of 46 Old Street by Hannah Cow, which I rated five out of five stars. This book was everything and more. If you don't know who Hannah Cow is, she is a small indie author. You can find her on Instagram at Capulet's Birdie. And she has her own, I think it's a zine. Um, she's recently like kind of like revamped it. So it's not called what it used to be called anymore, but it's called um what is it called? Let me like double check before I tell you guys the wrong thing, because that would be embarrassing for me. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a zine. I um I'm not really sure. It's called In a Room Alone Press. Yeah, it's an indie press. And she recently just like completely changed it up and it's super cute now. You can submit poetry. Um, what did she say you could submit? Um, you should, yeah, so you can submit poetry, essays, short prose, or like anything like that. Um, just follow like the submission guidelines and like the theme and you can, um, but it's literally, like, her stuff is phenomenal. She has, like, the cutest aesthetic either. She's the sweetest person alive. Like, I DM'd her before, like, back and forth. And she's just gorgeous as well. And I read her poetry book called Seashore, like, a while back, which is literally amazing. Like, it's one of my most favorite poetry collections of all time. And she literally deserves the world and more because her writing is just, like, everything. Like, just everything. Like, with the first line in Cafe at 46 Old Street, I was hooked. I was, like, underline, underline, like, this is amazing. Like, she's just, like, she just knows how to make her characters have, like, this, like, aura around them that draws you to them. She knows how to, like, just, like, write to, like, she has a perfect writing match for dialogue and description and I feel like sometimes there's too much dialogue or too much description and there's just the perfect balance in her writing and I loved it so much and like her book is so aesthetic even though like I feel like books can be aesthetic but like it was just like it was just everything like I read it in class and I never read books in class really um I was just completely hooked and her characters are so amazing and likable and I feel like you can relate to at least one person in the book like it's just she knew how to capture what she wanted and just did it without flaws like it was just phenomenal and I applaud her for her writing because it's just everything I aspire to be and more like I if you read any book that I recommend this is the one I want you to read because it's just so cool and so amazing and it's just amazing period like I love her so much um and then the last book I read which was Believe Me by Tahara Mafi which I rated five out of five stars this was like a little novella of the Shatter Me series because um 
we did as a fan base for the Shatter Me series um, get upset because there wasn't enough like Warner and Juliet um, scenes and we, we were just not having it. We said, no, we need more of it. This is what we came here for is for the romance, Miss Girl. And you didn't deliver. And she heard us. She said, yes, I am working on it. And she whipped this one out. And it was everything. It's all told from Warner's point of view. And I just ugh, love the book. I read it in one night. Like, maybe less than an hour like I got to the hotel and I just sat down and read after I like had like studied and stuff like it was just amazing it was cute it was romantic it was just perfect we are obsessed we stan queen Tahara Mafi um so I love her so much um her books are just great you should definitely read any of her books because they're just phenomenal um, I follow this booktuber. Let me see. I can't remember exactly what her book channel is called, but she did um she did sorry, why am I I'm sorry, I'm trying to find the what you might call it the channel. Where are my subscriptions found? Okay, here they are. I'm searching for her. Um, where is she? She's just, like, not popping up. I'm, like, subscribed to, like, way too many people. Because I don't even, like, they don't even post. Like, why? Okay, yes, it's called The Faye Reader. And she's so funny. Like, I love her. Like, she's just, she cracks me up. She does the best like book reviews um she's not a consistent poster or but we we love her we stand her um but i follow her, her and she talked about this woven kingdom which i mentioned earlier um she got the arc of it and she said that it was amazing as always and she was really excited because it is based around i want to say islamic mythology um I could be totally wrong but I'm pretty sure that's what mythology it was based around and she was excited because she was like I'm like from the same background as Tahar Mafi and I never have seen anybody with the same names as like as people as I know and apparently like two of the characters have the same names as her parents and I think that's just so cool because like you never I feel like it's very hard to find any books that have Islamic traits or just people who are Muslim. I think that's something that you just don't really see. And um, and I feel like Tahara Mafi does a really good job of representing that community because two of her novels, both of them are about being Muslim. And... So I'm excited to learn more about, like, Islamic mythology because, like, I love mythology. I think it's fun to learn about. Um, so I'm excited to learn more about that because I like to learn about religions. I find them fascinating. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, but 
I think that's it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you guys have a lovely rest of your day. If you want to keep up with all of the latest news on Cup of Love, you can follow us on Instagram at Cup of Love Podcast. And if you want to follow my personal Instagram account, you can. It's at Mizzy Louise. Mm-hmm.